Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Introversion Podcast. It's time for episode 53. And at the moment of recording this, I have no idea for a title for this episode. It's going to be one of those. So um, I'm always a little bit nervous about recording episodes like this because it's like it could be really long. It could be really short. It could be really good. It could be really bad. I don't know. It just really depends how the flow goes. So here we go. So, you know, there's, of course, reasons for recording tonight. It's Monday night, November 15th. If all goes well, I'll post this as early as tomorrow, Tuesday the 16th. So um, it's kind of one of those things where there's so much to talk about um, that I don't know where to begin. Um, Because a lot has been happening in life lately. And I'm not even talking about society, which is part of the story for me to tell uh, in terms of the overall arc of my year and the way things are developing and how I'm dealing with everything in society. It's like, you know what, you know, this shouldn't be a shocker at this point, but I've been kind of checking out of sort of current events. You know, I I certainly haven't been following the the Rittenhouse trial or any of that. As far as I'm concerned, it's like, it's pretty obvious. If you look at the video, what happened, it was self-defense, like, okay, but people are trying to elevate this into something that it's I don't know, like this is the next O.J. Simpson case or just something. I'm like, I I don't know. I really don't care. But I do think it's unfortunate, regardless of the verdict, you know, if there's going to be riots because of it. It's like, really? Why? I I don't know. But I don't want to go off about society right now and the clown world we're living in. God, I hate this town. But, you know, my point is, is all that stuff is out there happening in the world and I'm not really following it. And um, because I'm so busy. Just focusing on my own thing, my own things, what I'm doing, what I'm working on. And um, I suppose I should say a few words now in sort of continuation of the last episode, which according to my metrics, not many people have listened to. Uh, It's kind of funny with episode 52, I kind of put it out there quietly. I just published it late Sunday night, a little over a week ago. And, you know, without much fanfare, I didn't really promote it at all on social media, on Facebook. I just quietly published it. And the reason why is if you do go, if if I've aroused curiosity in you now and you want to go check it out, by all means, go do so. But it's a different sort of episode. It's a different sort of episode. And basically, I, it's not that I was drunk, but I was like a, a little delirious, you know, I was like a little bit, you know disillusioned, disappointed, more so than normally. And it was uh, that Saturday night in Orlando when I was there, and some shit went down that night, and I talk about it in that episode. Not so much about what happened or didn't happen that night, but more so my reaction to it and how I was feeling. And it's funny because I quietly published it, and I, I posted the audio version first on Spotify and Apple before I posted the YouTube version. And I just kind of wanted my mom to listen to it. And she listened to it first. And her opinion was, you know, I wasn't surprised. But she was like, you know, I don't know if you should really put this out there. And the thought crossed my mind. And, you know, I kind of explained it to her. And and just like I'm explaining to my audience right now is I like what I said, though. So it's weird when you talk with vulnerability, you know, and you expose yourself to people, right? 
whether it's a boyfriend or girlfriend, whether it's friends you have, coworkers, the internet at large on Twitter or podcast listeners or Facebook friends, whatever. It's like every person has to find that right balance for themselves of how much of themselves they're going to reveal to the world or to specific individuals. And, you know, that whole thing about like with great risk comes great reward, right? And my whole thing is like life is so short and I'm getting older and I feel like what what the hell? Like what do I have to lose, right? Like I've already been drifting away and apart from many old friends and my old New York life. And, and to some degree, I'm now drifting away from Philly life, you know, but more details to come on that later. Um, but to me, it feels like, what, what are your options, right? Do you want to carry on with some very safe pretense of appropriateness and, you know, guarded language and politically correct, safe everything and keep things comfortable and cozy for everybody who knows you like you know don't burn bridges don't ruffle feathers like just keep things steady and stable like that's fine if you want to do that there's benefits to that and there you know there's pros and cons to everything which is how i feel these days about everything like i've just come to a place where regardless of your decision where whether it's to live in a place travel or take a chance or date somebody get married get a pet move here there get an apartment sell an apartment what it's like you know take this job turn down that gig like whatever it is like all these decisions we're faced with like it's become quite clear to me this year and i think that's one of my major learning lessons is like you just got to make decisions and deal with the consequences and as long as you're cool with dealing with the consequences, I think you're golden, you know, like weigh the pros and cons, make a decision based on the pros, do it. And then if one of the cons comes up and bites you in the ass, just be like, okay, you know, I was aware that that, you know, might happen and uh, I'll have to deal with that now, you know, and I'm not just talking about what I said in that last podcast episode, but just in general, and, and this kind of leads into perhaps one of the major themes I want to talk about today, which is like making decisions and moving forward regardless. You know, there's this old Bible verse, uh, I think Proverbs 16, 9, and it's like, in his heart, a man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps. And I used to always think about that verse back when I was a Christian, of course, reading the Bible, rereading the Bible and all that. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, go ahead and make your plans. That's fine. But the ultimate outcome of your plans is going to be whatever God sort of directs, right? Like, literally, that will be what ultimately determines your steps, your like where you end up and how your plans happen. So it, it kind of introduced this sort of inherent futility to a man or woman like you making your plans and taking action and moving forward with your life. It's kind of like it relegates it to being this like lesser thing because what really matters is whether God is going to bless you with like you chose a correct path and God likes that path for you so he'll allow that to happen. But if you chose a path for your life and God doesn't want that to happen for you that he's somehow going to thwart it and send you off in a different direction that he'd rather have you go, right? 
So that's the general thinking about it, or at least that's how I interpreted the verse and molded over all those years. But, you know, I bring that up not necessarily to go down a religious spiritual discussion here, but just genuinely to bring it up as a topic of conversation here of like making plans and realistically, if you take the religious component out of it, it's really more about like, there's just so many variables in life. I mean, there's always variables in life, no matter how old you are, what decade you're in in life, no matter where you're located, life is not easy, you know? And even if you have a lot of money or security or you have everything going for your way, there's always the risk of making a mistake or losing what you have and nothing's guaranteed your health, friendships, relationships, like every, everything can just be taken away from you or bestowed upon you, you know, whether by the universe or God or chance or whatever you believe in, whatever, however you want to try to make sense of it. But the point is you as an individual, you somehow have to just make decisions and move forward with them. And I think before 2020, I feel like society was at least somewhat stable. So it didn't factor into your personal decision-making process as much as it does now, right? Like you might think, oh, okay, I have this amount of money. Uh, I want to move here. I want to buy a house. It's going to be generally this much amount. And you wouldn't have to factor in like, oh, well, the shipping containers and war with China and Taiwan and the cost of processing chips is going up and inflation reports and the dollar is losing its value. And, you know, you want to own this, but like real estate is skyrocketing right now, but not in the city. But it's like everything is out of whack, off kilter. And it's not necessarily getting any better. In fact, it feels like it's getting more and more chaotic and out of control. And the question is, is like, what are you going to do about it? Because you can't solve the world's problems. It's hard enough to solve your own problems, right? And, you know, luckily, I think I've gotten better at forging a path forward and then, Oh, this shit just happened in society. Oh, Alabama is gone, blown up or, you know, this crazy, whatever, you know, and my mom was diagnosed with cancer last year. It's just like, you just don't know whether it's a big societal thing or a family thing. It's just like the, the volatility of life these days is so high that it's hard to have a long-term plan in terms of where you want to take your life. And, and I get the sense that whether you're in your 30s or your 20s or your teens or 50s or whatever, it's gotten really hard and getting harder and harder. And, you know, I'm no different than any other person trying to make plans for my life and move forward. And, you know, what I'm saying is I'm, I feel like I'm getting better at adapting my plans. And maybe this is especially... Maybe this is a special skill that I have that I take for granted that I should be proud of or something because I think a big part of it is growing up in the military because in the military when you're a kid, like they just uproot you every three years, sometimes even more frequently than three years. And you just have to say bye to your friends, say bye to your, you know, your, what you thought was home is no longer home. And all of a sudden they send you a, a abroad to Germany and they send you down over to Maryland or to New Jersey or wherever they send you, you go. And you're just a kid. You don't have choices. You don't have a say in the matter. 
And that's military life. That's military culture. And you just suck it up and accept it like that's life. And what I'm saying is I think that maybe has given me a skill to be able to adapt to just crazy shit happening to me that's out of my control. You know, I don't know, just a theory um, that maybe I'm better able to handle certain things than sort of a regular civilian person where they get really upset if, you know, there's no toilet paper at the Walmart and it's like, oh my God, it's the end of the world, you know, or something, I don't know. So perhaps with my upbringing, it's led to a certain level of resiliency, I don't know, and adaptability. Maybe, maybe. But even still, I feel like it's something that I haven't been the greatest at for a while. But maybe I've, you know, passed a few milestones this past year. Like maybe I've been through certain levels of adversity where I'm like, okay, all right. Whatever it is, I'll deal with it. You know, what's the worst that can happen? I'm going to die, right? Well, I'm going to die anyways. So it's really just a matter of when, right? So, yeah. I know I'm kind of rambling all about here, but it's all kind of around this idea of making a decision and moving forward with it. And this is kind of where I'm at right now. And part of the reason why I just decided to go down this tangent, which is the whole episode right now, is last night I had some clarity, you know, I, I guess it's sort of a moment of clarity. And I'm not going to get all into the specifics of that, but it had to do with sort of a lifestyle combination of factors for you know, my family members and me and friends were all talking about real estate and, and moves and, you know, what's next for us. And we're all in a state of flux, like me and a few good friends and, and family. And, and I, I just had clarity last night and I suggested a plan to someone and they were like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, and I felt really good about it and I felt confirmed about that this morning and I'm like okay great so I have a new plan moving forward at least in terms of home life and living situation and all that stuff which is let's face it that's really important like your life kind of has to start there at home before you start layering on on top of that in terms of your ambitions and work and other things first first and foremost it needs to be like okay where are you you know like where's home you know so I'm gaining some clarity. I'm gaining some clarity in that. And again, as good as I'm feeling about it moving forward in this direction, I have to be willing to adapt. You know, uh, if something comes along and totally breaks that whole chain of thought, you know. So hopefully I'll be able to handle that if and when that happens. But otherwise, I don't know. Maybe I have a good plan. Maybe I can move forward with it, you know. And uh, I know I'm kind of rambling there about my life in my upbringing and whatnot, but it it's something for us all to think about, right? It, I, one way for us to think about it, right, is like the plans that you make. It, thinking about things in terms of like, okay, this is what I want for my life and this is the plan, right? And then if things go awry, it's sort of your relate. What I'm bringing up here is what is your relationship with your alternate plans, right? And I specifically phrased it that way because I didn't want to say like, plan A versus plan B, because that is sort of an answer to the question, right? Like, is that your view about the plans you make in life? Is it like, this is what I really want. That's my plan A, and this has got to work. And then all of these things happen, these barriers, impediments, and it reaches a point where I can't power through this. This is just not going to work, 
And then you start to settle for, okay, plan B. What's plan B? And that's fine, I guess, in the sense of a lot of people end up doing that, like plan A and plan B. But then the thing is, is like, what do you do with that? Do you feel like a disappointment for the rest of your life if you you didn't get to do what you really wanted to do in life, your plan A, right? Or even specifically with dating and relationships. Like what if there's this girl and you fell in love with her or this guy you fell in love with and that was the person you wanted to spend the rest of your life with and then it just didn't work out or they didn't love you back or they cheated on you or you screwed it up or whatever happened. Like it just didn't work out and it's over and it's ruined. And then you're left with the shambles of plan A to kind of makeshift build a plan B as quickly as you can and efficiently as you can to move forward with your life in some direction, right? So I'm just putting that question out there. Like, is that how you think about things? Like you make plans and with all of these variables in society and politics and on top of the regular personal things dealing with people, like if your plan A is broken, do you look at the, the path of your life from there as being a, a lesser plan? a lesser life direction, like plan B? Or do you not look at it like that? Because I don't think necessarily you should think about it that way. And I, I, this one good thing I feel about this year versus last year, and I, I think, you know, I said before, like 2020 was just a, just a nonstop stream of <laughs> what could go wrong next, you know, like that. And I was fighting against it last year so much. Because I wanted things to be a certain way, and no matter how much I wanted them to be that way, I want I want the gym to be open. You know, I don't want to wear masks. I mean, the whole vaccine debate that wasn't even a debate last year because there wasn't even a vaccine available. So it was just all of these other things that we're arguing and fighting about. And um, you know, but it just last year was just a, such a shitstorm, and this year, not that things are that much smoother, but I think how ideal with all these things is better this year. And I think that's a really key distinction to make. And, you know, we're in mid-November now and we're approaching the end of 2021. And I think I am kind of starting to think about, it's like, that's it's that time of year now where I start to evaluate, look back on this year, what was good about it, what was bad about it, what did I learn? And not that this episode is going to be that because that'll come later in December toward the end, but um, but I'm starting to think about those things. And as I am making my decisions for week to week right now, I am also factoring in like, how does this fit into a bigger plan for my life moving forward and basically going into 2022? What is that going to look like? Yeah, there's a lot of little other things I could talk about. I wanted to do an episode on Squid Game, uh, although that's like old news now. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but I, if not, I should mention it now. But uh, I ended up watching Alice in Borderland on Netflix, which, you know, some people might consider it heresy, but I, I think I actually liked it even better than Squid Game. So I recommend it. That is the uh, sort of the recommended viewing of the day. That, that is my suggestion to you all, especially if you liked Squid Game. You know, uh, if you liked Squid Game, you're craving more, 
definitely check out Alice in Borderland on Netflix. It's basically Squid Game, except like Squid Game is so Korean. And I love Korean cinema and like this certain slow, weird flavor to it. But Alice in Borderland is like the Japanese sort of take on the whole fucked up fighting for your life kind of thing. So it's interesting to watch both like one after the other because you really get a sense of like this just feels so Japanese and this feels so Korean, you know, and just to kind of compare juxtapose the two. Uh, so anyway, yeah, um, just a quick mentioning of that for now. I could talk about crypto and I've actually been spending a lot of time lately learning about cryptocurrencies and blockchain and Bitcoin and Ethereum and Shiba. So Shiba Inu, my favorite dog, as you may or may not know, um, which yes, I, I do want to have an actual Shiba Inu at some point in my life. But uh, I got turned on to Shiba Inu, the cryptocurrency, Shiba coins. Uh, I got some and uh, it's gone up in value. It's uh, for those of you who don't know, it's very volatile, specifically these uh, altcoins as they're known. But yeah, I've gotten into it. So I'm, I'm kind of a part of the Shiba army now, I guess. And, um, you know, I'm still learning. It's still early on. But I, I feel like if I do incorporate this into my lifestyle and I start sort of crypto day trading, I've been kind of thinking about like, all right, maybe it's just a part of my life that I do on the side for like a little steady income slash investing for the future. Or I don't know, like maybe it becomes more and more enjoyable and more and more of an interest to me. And maybe I start learning more and more to the point where I actually know a lot of things that most average people don't know about, about cryptocurrencies and trading and all this stuff. So, you know, it's just one of those things that I've been learning about, spending time with the last couple of weeks, and I'm interested in it. And I think this is a classic INTJ behavior, you know. The thing about me and intelligence and how smart you are, it's like it almost kind of doesn't really matter like how smart I am because what it boils down to for me is if I'm not genuinely interested in something, I may as well be like a complete moron. Like I may as well have an IQ of five like because my brain will just not or maybe it's like my soul will not allow my brain to concentrate enough to learn about things that I'm genuinely not interested in, if that makes sense. So in order for me to get really smart about something, or really educated about it, I have to be fundamentally really interested in the thing, whatever the thing is. So if I don't, and I think that's partially why I never really got into finance or really cared much about money before, like my whole life. It's like I just found it fundamentally boring, you know, like the stock market and investments and all this stuff. So I don't know with this crypto thing, I do find it really kind of fascinating. You know, there's like, I mean, NFTs I mentioned in the money episode of, you know, a few weeks ago or last month, my thoughts on money and my thoughts on NFT and this whole psychological phenomenon of like ascribing value to things like a JPEG. Like, why is that even important or worth $50,000? It's like, it's a JPEG, you know, you can just copy paste and save it around. It's like, but it's like, oh, but you, it's more the ideas of exclusivity and ownership and all this stuff. So interesting concepts that I'm just kind of wrapping my head around and 
Um, again, this is not that episode. I'm not really going to get into it, but I might be talking about crypto more uh, in the near future. It just really depends on how deep I go with it and how knowledgeable I feel about it. And if I have some knowledge to impart, you know, if I have some recommendations, just like with movies and films and shows that I often recommend here on the podcast, like, you know, I don't know, like, uh, I'll have to give that little disclaimer. I am not a financial planner. I do not, I'm not giving you financial advice, blah, blah, blah. But we'll see. We'll see. But I'm just going to mention that right now is something I'm interested in and exploring and, you know, we'll see where it goes. Hopefully it's actually profitable for me, both in the short term and the long term, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, so, yeah, uh, one other random thing that happened today is I, I got back in touch with Ann Kohler, my friend, and uh, we had a nice little chat this morning, and uh, for those of you who may not remember, I had Ann Kohler on the podcast last year in 2020, back when I had all these guests on the podcast last year. I was just saying to somebody the other day, like, it's been interesting to compare the introversion podcast specifically in 2021 versus 2020. And it's sort of a reflection of how my social engagement has played out. And, and I think in 2020, I had so many more guests on, I was debating and with people who I really disagreed with on politics and racism and all these things and liberal conservative. And it led to a lot of interesting conversations last year. But at the same time, I just felt like, where is this going? Or do I want to keep doing that? And this year it's been different, I think. I mean, besides the fact I was really busy with work, basically January through May, so I didn't really post any podcast episodes for half of this year. So I only restarted recently. Basically, my podcasting career in 2021 started in, what, May or June uh, with Tommy Danger and then continued up till right now. But anyway, basically I was mentioning Ann Kohler who I had on last year. It was a really short episode. I think it was one of the, sh maybe the shortest guest episode I had last year. Basically just because we ran out of time, she had to go. So we cut it short and we talked about recording a sequel. And uh, my hope is right now that we will uh, record our sequel, hopefully like in December because things are of crazy right now as i mentioned i'm just juggling a lot of things um as many things as i'm mentioning in this podcast about what i'm up to with crypto and all these other things and moving and decisions and real estate and life and money and um there's just a lot happening right now that i'm trying to figure out so there hasn't been a whole lot of time for podcasting and whatnot so but i wanted to get this episode out there um before i let too much time go by um and I don't want to cram everything into this one episode. So this is a little bit of a sort of an in-between episode just to connect episode 52 with whatever is coming next in episode 54. In fact, I had a conversation with Tommy Danger a couple days ago. And uh, I said, dude, we need we had such a good conversation the other day. I was like, this would we, we should have podcasted it. It was such it was so good and relevant to uh, a lot of things happening right now. So hopefully I'll connect with him later this weekend and we will uh, have a good chat for a podcast episode soon so um yeah should be tommy danger coming up uh i need to reconnect with uh christina weber uh, i'm looking forward to that sequel as well and uh i think in that one we're really going to talk about modern day dating and men and women and relationships and expectations and you know really pick up where we left off with our first episode last year 
So, yeah, in terms of guests uh, for the rest of this year, which is only a month, month and a half left, I'm hoping to get in Tommy here and 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 Christina Weber. And I might have mentioned this before, but I connected with a matchmaker um, a few months ago, and we had a video call. She she thought one of her clients she thought would be a good match with me and all that stuff. So it ended up not, not being a good match at all with me and the girl she wanted to set me up with. But like I had an interesting conversation with her and I mentioned about the podcast and she listened to some. And so I actually want to, I, it's been a few weeks since I traveled to Florida, got back and all this stuff, but I want to reach out to her and hopefully, um, hopefully we can get back in touch. And, uh, cause I'd love to have her on the podcast as well. Cause I think it'd be really interesting to talk with a matchmaker and, um, really get into it about men and women and sort of expectations for relationships and love these days. I personally do think that things have gone off the rails, you know, and it's more trouble than it's worth, you know, hence my whole sort of MGTOW path for a while now. But uh, I'm always curious to talk with, you know, the other side, with women and with people who really still believe in true love and relationships and all that stuff. You heard him? You could not ask for a more noble cause than that. Because there's a part of me, too, that wants to hang on to that idea that it could still happen, that there could be a certain magic to life, that that I could actually fall in love with somebody again still. You know, like right now, I just feel like such a machine, such a robot. And when it comes to dating anybody, it just seems like nothing but deal breakers. Shut it down. Deal breaker. Yes, yes. Right? Like either that and that and that will turn me off about them. Or I say one wrong word about this politically or culturally, and then they're like, oh, God, ugh. And then they're completely disgusted with me. You know, I, I just told somebody the other day, like, uh, maybe it was Tommy on that call that we had the other day, but I was like, I was like, dude, I, I don't even think I can make it three dates with a girl anymore. Like anybody, you know? Like, I, I don't think I could go three dates without, quote unquote, putting my foot in my mouth. But it's not even like a matter of me misspeaking or saying something that I think is even offensive. I'm just saying, like, I, given the nature of sort of liberal women here in Philly and society and all this stuff, I'm like, yeah, I, I honestly, I think that would be a feat if I even made it three dates with anybody now. So without grossly offending them or me feeling like, ugh, this is not going to work. So anyway, uh, we will see how these conversations go, because it could be me talking with Anne and Christina and the matchmaker all within the next few weeks. And uh, so we'll see. Might get into that. But one way or another, uh, the introversion podcast is continually evolving. I am continually evolving. And I feel good. I feel good. Like, you know, if you do go back and listen to that episode 52 right before this one, yeah, I might sound pretty despondent and pretty out of it. And I was in that moment. Um, but I felt good about that episode and wanting to publish it because I feel like I want to be transparent here, right? This is not an artificially contrived show. Like to me, that's always been the beauty of the Introversion Project and this podcast specifically. It's like it's raw, it's real. You know, if it's offensive, if it's if it's depressing, if it's saddening, if it's not for you, then that's fine. But this podcast is a, it's about the truth. I want the truth! 
It's about me being my genuine self, genuine thoughts, and the guests that I have on being feeling free to speak openly about their views without judgment from me. And we just exchange ideas and we put it out there. And it's up for you, the listener and the audience at large, to kind of decide for yourself like what you like, what you don't like, what ideas resonate with you, what don't. But yeah, I this has never been a place where I want to sugarcoat things or just keep it PG-13 or keep everything really perky and happy and uplifting and motivational. I mean, there's a lot of that. Like I want this to overall be a positive influence on people and in, in, in your life, like as a, as a listener to this podcast. Like I want you to tune in and be amused and be inspired and be more curious about this or that or cryptocurrencies or, you know, if you're married, maybe you're wondering what it's like to still be single and like, oh, I'll have people on and we're going to talk about it. And, you know, or thinking about the evolution of social media and the metaverse and what do all these things mean? Are they good? Are they bad? Like, there's just so much for us to continually get into. And we're going to continue to get into all this stuff as we enter into the end of this year and into 2022. So I'm excited. I'm ex- I don't know exactly the direction of my life is heading, but I feel it's starting to take shape and which will probably be me leaving Philly at least sometime in the next six months, but we'll see. We'll see. But uh, one thing I want to say, since I brought up about social media, I do have a bit of an announcement here uh, to make. And uh, the last couple of days I was working on a new outro. I, I know for those of you who listen to the podcast regularly, you're probably used to the same outro that I that I tack on at the end of the episodes. You might not listen through normally all the way to the end of the episode, but for this episode, I encourage you to just listen all the way through to the end, uh, especially if you're on YouTube, because I got some nice visuals I made for it. But um, yeah, because I'm going to give you a little precursor of the announcement, but basically I explain it and get into it and provide the link in the outro um, where I talk about the future of this podcast a little bit and how what introversion is evolving to be, and or at least my plan A, so to speak, or what I'm intending it to be, is I want to connect with people, you know, and, and it's very much like when I started introversion.com back in San Francisco in 1999. It was a, a pretty lonely time for me. I didn't have friends, didn't really have family. I was out on the left coast by myself. I was right out of college, just, you know, I was way more shy then, less outgoing and less able to adapt and connect with people. And I didn't have the social skills or whatever you want to call it that I have now, the maturity. So I was lonely and I was sad and I I was frustrated and I, I wanted to connect with people, but there just didn't seem to be a mechanism to do so. And, um, so that was a big part of the reason why I started introversion.com was to put myself out there in the world for whoever might see it. And they might be curious to actually know me and eventually meet me. And that's what ended up happening. And it was a beautiful thing. And um, just like that then, like I mentioned earlier in this episode about what I was saying in episode 52, the last episode, like I don't mind putting myself out there. I don't mind being completely honest and genuine and speaking the truth and and letting you know my downs as well as my ups, my highs, my lows, like everything in between. I'm a real person and I want to put it out there and I want to connect with real people out there. And I understand this podcast is not for everybody. I understand that I am not the kind of person 
who is for everybody. You know, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I totally get that because I'm a weirdo. I'm a weirdo. I'm an oddball, you know. Not too many first-generation Indian American military brat preacher's kids out there who left Christianity to form an agnostic atheist brand called Confusianity and do that on the side, you know, while doing a podcast called Introversion, you know, and interviewing people about all kinds of things. Like, uh, this is my own path that I'm carving out, you know. And for me, it's about enjoying the process of self-actualization, self-discovery. And uh, like, this is my life, you know. And like I said, with the pandemic and everything this last year, it's just been harder and harder to connect with people in the real world. I mean, last year was even terrible, worse. It was terrible. Like people were still freaked out about COVID. At least this year, a lot of people just don't really even care anymore. Or people are into this false delusion that they think, oh, I'm vaccinated, so I'm safe. So they don't care to wear masks. They don't care to distance, whatever. And then they still get sick with COVID, you know, just like a lot of people got sick with COVID, whether you have the vaccine or not. And But the point is, the attitude is there where at least this year you can still go out, see people's faces, talk, have conversations. I mean, people are still masking up and there's really rather pointless. And I'll save that for another episode. But point is like last year in 2020, like I would walk around outside. I never wore a mask outside on the streets because I always knew it was ridiculous and pointless from the very beginning. And I didn't do it regardless of what other people were doing. And I just remember walking down the sidewalk and I'm like, oh, here comes a girl. Like in ordinary times, I might make eye contact, we might look and on a good day, I might say hello and maybe connect with somebody walking their dog or, you know, strike up a conversation, make a new friend, meet a girl to date. Like something like that could potentially happen back in my life in New York City or here in Philly. But no, instead, I'm walking on the sidewalk unmasked. They're wearing a mask. They're so freaked out. They cross the street literally to just get away from me. That's how terrified they are because I'm just the dirty boogeyman not wearing a mask who's murdering grandmothers and all that stuff. So that was more the culture last year. You know, to some degree, that's carried over here still in Philly. There's that mentality of masks and distance and whatever. And it just hasn't been conducive to dating or meeting new people or connecting with even even on a casual level. You know, like I I just can't go to the restaurant like I just did a couple nights ago and order sushi and make small talk, chit chat with the waitress who's wearing a mask and I don't even, I can't even see her face. Like I see her eyes and that's it. I'm like, you know, I feel sorry for little kids, you know, cause this is not proper development of being able to see people's faces and connect with human beings, connecting with other human beings. Like maybe I have some friends with people who are just totally fine with it, wearing a mask forever the rest of their life and that they've just adapted in that way and they're cool with that. But that's not me. And I have a really hard time connecting with people still wearing a mask. And, um, you know, um, but my point of saying all that, I, I know I always end up going off on the tangents of masks and vaccines and all this shit. But the point, bringing it back to introversion and the point of this project and moving forward is, yes, it's about me expressing myself. It's therapeutic for me inventing and all this stuff. But in doing so, I really do want to connect with people again, with human beings again. And right now, I mean, the dating apps are atrocious. I might do a specific episode on that. And I might even show some screenshots I've done of what it's like, what the women are like here in Philly. If you're curious, 
I might have to blur out their faces. I don't know what the etiquette is for that, the proper etiquette. But anyway, I'm trying, you know, like everything is an experiment and I'm evolving my experiment. And right now I am moving forward, uh, looking to kind of separate myself from Facebook and Twitter and legacy social media. And instead, I have latched onto Dave Rubin's platform called Locals. And I'm starting to join some other communities on there. But at the same time, I've started my own introversion community there. And this is what I'm about to get into in the outro, in the new outro. So uh, keep listening and you'll hear me explain what it's all about. And uh, yeah, I look forward to connecting with you on Locals. So stay tuned for that. I think this is the future of introversion. I think it, it's not for everybody. Not that I wouldn't welcome everybody in, but I just think most people out there don't really care for a lot of this level of depth that we get into here on the podcast, like really closely, deeply examining the aspects of our lives, right? The decision-making, the, the, the thinking about everything and the overthinking about everything, unfortunately. Like, and I'm not bragging. I'm not saying overthinking is a good thing. I'm just saying that's what I do and that's what a lot of introverts do and INTJs, like, I think especially. But anyway, uh, yeah, I've said a lot here. I've touched on a bunch of things that are happening in life right now. Pardon this episode if it felt a little bit all over the place, but this is a little bit of a bridge maybe. Uh, between this and my next episode. Um, But as much as I didn't really want that highly personal and very revelatory episode of episode 52 to be publicized and out there, it's still been barely viewed. And I do like some of the things that I said in that episode, and I think they're worth hearing. So um, if you haven't yet heard that episode, go back, give it a listen. Um, Episode 52, uh, last night in Orlando, uh, you might feel like it's, very different than all the other episodes that I've done. And um, I'd like to think it's different in a good way. So, um, but I'll leave it up to you. Um, And of course, if you listen to this episode or listen to that episode, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. So if you're watching on YouTube, drop a comment down below. And uh, of course, hit the subscribe button. If you're listening and you're liking what you're hearing and you're curious to hear more about you know modern day dating relationships and life plans and politics and covid and all this stuff how it all integrates together and making sense of it all and if you're in if you're interested yeah hit subscribe hit subscribe for to be notified of new episodes and uh check out the locals community so stay tuned for that in the outro here so anyway uh i'm gonna wrap it up there uh and that's that's all for now hope you are well and uh until next time take care Today's episode is brought to you by Matlock. Matlock! Hey, you. Yeah, you. Yes, you. I just want to say thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more, hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're currently listening on. That way you can obviously get notified as new episodes arrive. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a five-star rating and consider writing a brief review. It just takes a second. And it really helps in order to get this podcast ranking higher so that more people can discover it. And the better this podcast is doing, the more prominent guests we can get on the show, and also the more time I can devote to it, which means more episodes and better episodes. 
And speaking of better episodes, what would you like to see more of on the show? Are there specific topics you'd love to see covered? Do you have thoughts of your own on the subjects discussed today? Do you have any thoughts of your own on this matter? I'd love to hear from you. Just shoot an email to podcast at introversion.com, or you can reach out to me on social media. I'm Jay Caslow on pretty much every platform. And last but not least, if you've been enjoying listening to the podcast, I want to invite you to join the brand new introversion community on Locals. As you've probably heard me say many times now, I'm pretty disillusioned with legacy social media, you know, Facebook, Twitter, etc. I used to love all that back in the day because it was actually about self-expression and connecting people. But oh, how far those platforms have fallen. What with all the censorship and algorithms that decide what you will and will not see. Well, if you're anything like me, you have a desire to connect with smart, interesting, cool, creative people. And not just superficially, but on a deeper level. Let's share our life stories, experiences, perspectives, ideas, and, and memes. Let's learn from each other and enjoy each other's company. Let's make each other laugh. Let's collaborate, kind of like the good old days, except let's do so now in the 2020s, utilizing new technologies and platforms to really, truly, deeply connect and live richer, fuller lives. All of us, together. This is why I've created the new introversion community on the Locals platform. To get there, just visit introversion.locals.com and click become a member. Basic membership is free, but for a few bucks, you can become a full member, which will allow you to post and chat with other members, partake in live streams that I'll be hosting, and gain access to exclusive introversion content that I will only be posting on Locals. As bad as things have gotten since 2020, I want to retain some hope that things can get better. And even if not on a broader societal level, at least on a smaller, more personal and intimate level, that at least a few of us reasonable, logical, rational, good people can band together to support each other and keep each other company as we make our way through this life one day at a time. Let's be there for each other. So yeah, I look forward to connecting with you soon on Locals. See you there.